Like twin sons on a womp rat's tail, welcome back to the Tumbling Saber podcast, everybody. I'm Kyle. I'm Corey. And I'm Carlos. Welcome back, one and all. Can you see the visions? Did we see visions? That's what we're talking about this week. It's all about visions. The anthology, whatever we call this thing. Uh, was it fun? Was it not? Was it worth it? We'll get to that. But first, we catch up, fellas. Carlos, man, what's going on? Uh, not much, man. Yeah, life is great. <laughs> Yeah, I missed last week's show. Uh, it was a mix of uh, yeah, schedules not lining up and uh, being in studio and doing a bunch of stuff. My album is 98% of the way done. Uh, so I'm super excited about that. And uh, yeah, it's sounding great. So I'm really, really happy about that. And um, Like mixed and mastered and all that stuff or just well, tracks no, no, laid no, down? That- yeah, the tra- 98% of the tracks are done. Okay. They're done. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, mixing is going to be probably a two, three-week period, and then mastering usually doesn't take that long. So, uh, so far, it looks like uh, everything's on schedule, uh, which is nice. Uh, indie- the Indiegogo campaign is is doing pretty well. Um Super huge shout out to everybody who uh, who jumped on a jumped on a bundle so far, and uh, yeah, there's a lot more interest. I I just dropped the renders of what uh, the t-shirts and what the cap is going to look like, and um, obviously those are unofficial images. But like uh, once I get them in hand, uh, I'll have better uh, better pictures. But um, yeah, I want pictures before I buy anything. I don't want anything. I don't want to wear anything with your face on it. There's no face. There's no face. No, you're gonna love that baseball tee. Just letting you know. And uh, yeah, I have the pictures, man. Uh, if you you want to get off uh, get off your thumbs and and actually check social media, you might see what they look like. Meh, meh. And <laughs> and that's it. I actually watched uh, with the little time that I actually did have to not have you know to run around or or do anything. So I, I had a I had a couple of hours. Uh, one evening, and I actually threw on the Empire Strikes Back. Oh, bless, bless uh, it be, man! It was so good, it was so good. There were so many cringe moments too, and I'm like, but I'm holding it in this 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 regard. That's like, yeah, it's all good, you know. <laughs> uh, if only uh, other people would do that with the other movies as well, it would be more fair. But uh, you know, that's this is the world we're living in. So I really, really enjoyed that. Um. Yeah, we're uh, we're at that point now, and uh, the I think the floodgates are gonna start opening with the, the Disney Plus stuff. So I'm really really happy with that. Uh, that watch- it still feels so far off though. I know I know it's coming, but man, hurry up! Yeah, no way. <laughs> oh, I'm yeah, good. We'll, we'll talk about this a little later there, but uh, uh, yeah, the I'm looking forward to what's coming up. For sure. Just say that. <laughs> How was your week, Corey? Uh, yeah, it was good. I mean, just a regular old week. I mean, actually, not really. My my in-laws got back from like a four-month trip. They were gone all summer. They drove uh, across the entire country, then up north into the Yukon. Quite the adventure they had <laughs> along the way. So, yeah, they're, they're back safe and sound. That was fun. You know, really good to see them. You know, just hang out, chill. Got to cook for them a lot this weekend so the family could just like 
chill. And anyway, yeah, I was I made beef cheeks. I was telling you guys earlier, what a treat, man! First time in my life, I braised them. Absolutely phenomenal. It was great yesterday. Oh my god! You know th this her, her mom's boyfriend, right? They've been together for like fifteen years. The guy's seven years old, right? And we went biking yesterday, and that's, he bikes a lot. Like I'm talking like a lot. And wow, this guy, he just kicked my ass, but he's, he's got like a $10,000 bike. You know what I mean? Think changes gears for himself by itself and the works. But this guy, this kind of guy does like it's an Autobot. <laughs> pretty much. So I told him, it's like the bike does half more than half the work for you. <laughs> Technically you're not wrong. Like even my girlfriend's got like a, I don't know, it's like a $1,500 bike. It's they're, they're serious bikes. Like I was just cruising, trying to keep up with them. But anyway, we went around the entire Island. Like, if anyone ever listened to this podcast, you want to peek behind the curtain. I really, I always found it interesting. It's like Kyle and I were just a bunch of townies, right? We, we pretty much grew up around here and it's just, we're just this little island, man. And yeah, anyway, I biked that island for the most part, most of it. And it was, it was pretty rough, man. I was, uh, I had a hard time keeping up with them. Kind of, I was, I had to push myself pretty hard, but, uh, yeah, I'm pretty tired as a result, but it was fun, man. All in all. It was uh, pretty cool to get out there and do that. And also, I mean, there was their early birds, right? So like first thing in the morning, little guys up at like 637. Try not to turn on awake mode and just kind of do the little handoff. They take them outside to their little camper van that they got. And uh, so we got to sleep in a bit. Got to sleep till like 830 in the morning, guys. Like, <laughs> wow, whoa. <laughs> it's pretty amazing stuff. But uh, yeah, other than that, I mean, uh, got around to... You know, I, I I do have to say this. This is kind of unfortunate to be, to be honest. Uh, you know, I wasn't gonna force visions on my kid, right? Like I was like, "Do you want to watch it?" And he was like, "Eh, whatever." And then finally, the next day, we talked about it, and he's like, "Okay, let's give let's let's watch an episode." And then he, he we had a chance to watch two episodes because you know he's got to go to bed. But uh, yeah, he was super into it, and I was like, "Yes, all right, he's hooked, good." But uh, my my wife, my 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 partner, she uh, not so much. <laughs> Uh, so that was kind of unfortunate, uh, you know. So basically, kind of got the uh, the the bump in the time slot as a result. And, relegated. Uh, <laughs> yep. Because yeah, I, you so, know, I love the concept of relegation in sports. Like I know, they, I know they do it in soccer, particularly over in the UK. I love the concept. I wish they would do it here. I wish yeah. to God they would do it here. It would just put so much pressure on teams to not be crappy. Oh. <laughs> And then just yeah. the just the beatdown you could lay on other fan bases if their team gets relegated. Oh, heaven! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. I, I was always a fan of that. Uh, there's a part of me that's like, yeah, you know, like take the 32 teams and make it a 20 team top tier league. Oh, oh. Uh, and then you can have 20 teams in the bottom tier, and you know, have a have a relegation promotion like five teams from each league move up or go down. Um, but owners from certain teams, uh, when they paid their franchise tag, they paid to be in the NHL. They paid to be in that league. So they're not going to stand by that. They don't want that. No, no, it's never going to happen. But I, I would, I would love, it. I'd love to see some snotty athlete or some prick of an owner <laughs> have to do that sort of walk of shame <laughs> to the second tier <laughs> just to see their faces on the press box you know when the camera cuts over to them and they're a little sulky as they know they're getting kicked down kicked down all the yeah. 
it's great but there's some nice there's cool stories with promotion and relegation like uh, in uh, in the uh, the EPL in in England the premiership uh Queens Park Rangers made a big jump uh, a few years back and it was it was a it was a nice story and um you know so but but at the same time it's like you you know it's always the same ones that that are at the top and uh yeah like you know i i would i would give a lot of money to watch someone like George Steinbrenner get relegated or Jerry Jones oh boy wouldn't that be just the best with with his 50 foot big screen in his stadium and his dumb wrinkly face no nah. ah. nah. they, they wouldn't they wouldn't handle it they they couldn't handle it like <laughs> <laughs> their ego, their ego wouldn't allow them no. to, to 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 accept that. You know. It's, anyway, it's pretty sad. But anyway, we one can dream. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Corey, is there anything going on with the collection? A bit of a slow week, but um, you know, my Marvel Legends connection guy, he uh, he sent me a pic of. Anyway, I pre-ordered a Doctor Strange comic book version. As always, you know, always got to go for the comic book version. And I was pretty happy they re. The, I don't know. It's a new figure, but. You know they've done it in the past, but anyway, it's been years and years. So I'm I'm happy to add him to the the Marvel team. Other than that, I think that's pretty much about it, man. Yeah, you know, for the for the few Marvel Legends that I do have, like I have, I think you got me the Netflix Daredevil. Yeah, I know you're like cool. all up in it. Yeah, but like beyond that, like I love that figure. But when it comes to Marvel Legends, if I ever were to dip into that line. I wouldn't even look at the MCU versions of of those figures. It's comic or bust. Yeah, it's it's weird, eh? Uh, Except for Guardians. I mean, Guardians. Well, they do have a comic book version of the Guardians too, but it was a five pack that was super expensive. Mm, yeah, yeah, no, that's, that's too much to swallow at once. But yeah, no, it's it's give me the classics, give me their 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 original source material concept. I want that. No, I let's agree. let's move away from this before I talk myself into buying that that Hickman yeah. X Men line. You should. I should just shut up. <laughs> Corey, the ultimate enabler. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm we getting will... it from two sides. One of our one of our friends who named who, who will remain nameless, Nathan, is Nathan um... <laughs> who will remain nameless. <laughs> yeah, no, he's uh, he, he I got some picks the other day from him and I'm like, oh, god damn it. Like Corey's got I think has our has our Wolverine arrived yet, Corey? Oh yeah, it's at Mom and Dad's. Oh, okay, it's at the Emporium. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So it's in, I have yeah, that. You guys have a container in Cornwall. <laughs> it's in Bond. Well, no, it's Corey. Corey has uh, multiple uh, storage lockers at Mom and Dad's. Let's put it that way. <laughs> well, yes, that's great. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, it was a cool week for me too. Uh, in that, I finally. You know, I, I was talking about it forever and agonizing over it. But I finally sold off a bunch of my vintage collection stuff, boxed it up, sent it out to to a couple of buyers. I still have more left. My my sale is ongoing. But yeah, immediately I'm like, these 15 figures are going to go immediately. And like 13 of them went within two hours. (laughs) And the rest are sitting. So it's like, ah, God, I'm probably stuck with these, aren't I? This is is depressing. So I got to figure out if it's just... I have to wait for the next wave of, of people to come in or if I have to list it in more places or if I have to drop the price just to move them. Uh, but yeah, it was nice to, you know, get some stuff moving, stuff that was gathering dust. It's It was time to clear out some stuff. So I did that. Uh, and then 
took that money and immediately spent it on <laughs> the pre-orders that came out this week. So that <laughs> yeah broke that slump. Um, so I got the Boba Fett Black Series from that droids line, as well as Vintage Collection R2 and 3PO from that same from the droids inspired line as well. And I was just so excited to see those. <laughs> really, eh? Oh, those didn't God. speak to me whatsoever. Oh, I was I was so happy to see those. And I you know, I don't know what it is, because it's a terrible cartoon, but I just love the card backs. And I, I just love that coloring on Boba Fett. So I was all for that. Uh so I I did order and we'll see if I, I or actually I ordered from Target in the US because Toys R Us, of course, did not put it up for us. Uh I feel like that's probably just going to show up on shelves in Canada and we're going to have to go scrambling and, and fighting for our lives to get it. So I do have an order at target.com, which will show up at a PO box. And then my buddy from our collecting cartel, uh, he's going to be able to go over there and grab it at some point in the future when it ever comes out. But I'm stoked. I'm really stoked to get those. And uh, other than that, that was my week in star Wars really, but you know, nice. I, I mentioned this in the group. Um, the Ewoks cartoon figures, they definitely have to be coming next. Whether it's... I doubt they do Black Series, but I feel like they're going to do uh, Wicket, Tebow, uh, Princess Nisa, and Logray on the Ewoks card backs, for sure. I don't know if it's a four-pack or individuals, but book it. It's happening. <laughs> and I'm probably going to jump on that, too. Terrible cartoon, terrible comic. I'm going to be all over it. Did they ever make, like, a Caravan of Courage toys? I don't think so, eh? No. Ah, uh, I don't think so. Battle for Endor, no. No, I don't think so. I could be wrong. Maybe they did some like limited cheapy stuff, but I don't think they did like three and three quarters. Yeah, that stuff, I bet you that stuff would be super expensive if it, if it existed. Anyway. So guys, um, keeping it tight this week, we're going to talk about Star Wars Visions. That finally dropped after a long wait, and um, I know, Corey, you were really super stoked about this. So before we get into any spoilery stuff, because, of course, we're going to go in and out of each of these episodes or, you know, let's talk about the things we liked. Um, general impressions. Let's not go spoilery just yet, just in case somebody is on the fence still and just wants to hear our general thoughts. What were yours, Corey? Well, first, uh, I just want to touch back on what I was saying earlier in the sense that this this got relegated for me in a way. It got the the time slot got bumped. I was watching every episode after <clears throat> 11 p.m. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, it was rough, man. So, you know, like, don't get me wrong. This is the thing, too. I really had to enjoy them and relish them and just give them their due diligence, right? So it, it took me some time. And, uh, you know, again, it was really late night. I'd been drinking. <laughs> no. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> you know, it's, it, it's looking back on it now. It was like, I was looking at all the uh, titles again today and I was like, God damn, I really got to watch these again. But I know basically it was, it was a real revelation, man. Like these episodes, well, most of these episodes, I mean, all I enjoyed every single one of them, some more than others, but it really, it was amazing. It just boiled down the essence of star Wars. Uh, you know, it really, like what I, I feel I, I'm not in the loop, <clears throat> but what I feel is like these studios had like kind of like a carte blanche to just kind of roll with what they wanted to do. You know, it's not like the, the, the story group or Lucasfilm was like pressuring them in the sense 
like they have maybe with the movies and stuff like that. You know, it didn't have it didn't have that heaviness surrounding it because you know it's not really canonical either, right? Nope. In a, to a, a certain degree, so I don't know. It was uh, absolutely incredible. What a gift! This is exactly the Star Wars I needed right now. And uh, God help me, it said season one, and I really hope there's more because there's room for plenty more. Uh, just complete eye candy and hats off to each and every studio for just uh, taking a stab at it and really, again, boiling down the essence of Star Wars and uh, in such a short period of time, too. It's like the characters, like some of the characters you're already like really enamored with. And again, you, you watched one poignant 14 minute episode. You know what I mean? But yep. just the the art styles, uh, absolutely gorgeous. So works so well with with Star Wars, and uh, yeah, man, I I really can't wait to watch most of these episodes again. <laughs> most of these episodes. Well, I'll, is, I'll, is, I'll... is one of them getting relegated? Yeah, I think Tatooine Rhapsody is <laughs> going to get relegated because oh I've already watched. God. I've watched it three times though. That's the thing. I I super enjoyed it, but my son was like. He wouldn't. He couldn't move past it. He's like, oh, like I had watched it myself, and I was like, hey, you gotta watch it, kid. So he, and he, he watched it twice. So you know, that's three times. So I, I, I could skip that one. I got, I got a good feeling of the, the essence, of that episode. But uh, <laughs> it was super fun. I loved it. It was. Don't get me wrong, but you know, there was other episodes I'd, I'd like to get back to my, my, you know, late night drunken stupor. Yeah, for sure. Uh, over to you, Carlos. I, I feel like you might have a different take. Okay, so uh, just the general uh, general feeling. Um, uh, I, I appreciate what the um, the creators did um, with with what what they had, and uh, I thought the ideas were were cool. Um, but in general, I would say that uh, this is not for me. That's fair. That is that is, uh, that is that is not an unfair thing to say. What a loser! <laughs> now I'm joking. Whatever. Yeah. No. It's you just, do you, uh, Carlos. I, yeah, that's what I do. And uh... <clears throat> one less sale for your. Own. <coughs> oh <laughs> God! I'm joking, man. I'm joking. Hey, Mr. Quid Pro Crow over there, be quiet. Yeah. Me 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 me. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's it. I mean, I don't want to get into spoilers and stuff, but uh, I'll I'll dive deep into uh, my, my thoughts once we get there but uh, yeah overall i would say like i said um i like the fact that this was i like that they made this mm -hmm. i like that um they allowed creators the opportunity to do something different all for that uh but this was not for me so uh, over to you kyle what, what did you think let me, let me ask something, Carlos. Did you manage to to get through all nine episodes? Or are you just calling it quits? I uh, I pulled the plug after the fifth episode. See, so you got some good ones coming after that, man. Uh, oh, I understand, and I'm, I didn't say I was out completely. But uh, yeah, that's right. But, but there's a good chance that if you didn't like the first five, there's nothing in the next four that is going to be like, oh, this totally turned me around. I, I don't know if you want to get into like I'll let you talk. I'll let you give your 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 over um, your overall feelings about the show before we start talking about things specifically. Uh, but I have I have something for that uh, later on. Okay. Um, 
for me, like I, I, I liked it a lot more than I thought I would. Like I thought coming in, it would be almost like watching an episode of SNL where, you know, you watch whatever it is. They do like eight or nine skits in a night and you, you're lucky if you get two, three funny ones and there's Mm. a couple of meh. And then there's a couple of you're like, that sucked. Like I should have went to bed. Um, but in the end, like, I think I like, really liked six or seven. And there's only a couple that I was like, eh, I can never, I'll, I don't have to watch this ever again. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like you said, Carlos, I, I am so glad that Lucasfilm greenlit this. And I don't know whose idea it was, but that person should get a good pat on the back. <laughs> Agreed. Right. Yeah, Agreed I too, mean, man. Uh, for me, like this, the series wins by j- just doing these stories that are not beholden to canon and characters and, and factions like it, you can remix star wars in any way you want and they did and i thought that was super cool and exploring new territories and and new ideas but couched in that familiar uh look and feel in the most part for the most part i think um i i think it worked pretty well <laughs> to be honest um you know, and one thing like you know Corey, you kind of alluded to how like eye candy and all that and I was just letting this different styles kind of wash over me. But I think yes, yes. one thing that we kind of need to do is like stop talking about how good something looks in Star Wars. Like every single thing that has come out of Star Wars in the last six years has looked incredible. Yeah, that's that's a good point. Yeah. Well, so it's, that's the thing. Like animation stands on its own though, especially like when it comes to like Japan animation or manga, whatever you want to call it. Like these things are all like hand drawn, right? Like, it's 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 different, man. Well, it's a different it's a different skill set and artistry for sure. But I'm just saying, like anything Star Wars just looks incredible. Ah, uh, you know what? Some of the comics have not looked incredible. I'll push those aside. Anything on screen, on screen, yeah, has been fantastic. You know, so on one hand, I want to praise the the artists and the cinematographers and the directors and all that stuff. And on the other hand, it's like, eh, you know, it's table stakes now for Star Wars. Like we know something's coming along. It's going to be fantastic looking. So, um, and I guess finally, I, I, I like that Lucasfilm intentionally avoided doing like a, a, a single movie length feature and instead went for the anthology feel with, you know, 10 to 20 minute episodes you know, yeah. and exploring different styles and uh, different narratives. And again, not all of them worked for me, uh, but the ones I liked, I know I really, really liked. Uh, so with that, I mean, those are our general thoughts. I don't know that we're going to go at short by short here. Please, let's not. Please, let's not. <laughs> let's just talk about the things we liked. Uh, you know, nice. every, everybody has seen this, these, these shorts by now. I think anybody who is planning on watching them has watched them. So we can just talk about the things that excited us and we thought were cool. Um, I'll go first. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> so the one I was looking forward to uh, from uh, the early episode synopsis like uh, months ago was The Ninth Jedi. And um, I really, really, I enjoyed that story. I liked that story. I liked um, just the idea of... Uh, the, this 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 girl uh, being uh, super strong in the force, and her father being the lightsab- the lightsaber smith, and I love the idea that the kyber crystals themselves, uh, the, their color is is gonna be dependent on who grabs the saber. Um, 
which was really, really cool. And I love the fact that when she grabbed the saber, it almost looked like the dark saber a little bit. There was no color yet uh, until later on in the episode where she, she powers she, up. She, be, she powers up and becomes a greenie. And uh, I'm like, yeah, baby, give me that green. Uh, so I was I was all about that. It was it was really really cool. I liked the overarching story from the first five episodes. Like I said, I haven't watched the last four. Uh, I liked the fact that a lot of them were like dark side centric. Uh, in this, in that sense, like there was, they were telling the stories of, of the Sith and dark side users. Um, it, it was pretty cool. Uh, the, the episode with the twins was probably my second favorite of the first five. Uh, I thought it was okay. Kind of weird. Like, oh. why are you in space? <laughs> without something covering your face like i i that's dumb um but uh cards on the table uh tatooine rhapsody trash complete utter garbage <laughs> of an episode <laughs> i i'll i'll be honest guys seriously that was what the second episode third episode second, oh christ second, yeah i almost pulled the plug completely i almost said like star wars at this point like <laughs> It was that bad. It was went. that bad. Not not only was the rock band shitty, not only were they why are they playing guitars? Never saw a guitar in Star Wars. Now all of a sudden they're there. Not only did I have to see Fat Fortuna, not only did I have to see uh what's his face? That dumbass Jabba the Hutt. And then there's more Boba Fett. Like th th too much. Just I I I honestly guys, I was that close to being like I'm done with the pod. I can't be on the podcast anymore. <laughs> like it was that bad wow that's crazy i heard a lot of online like I, I read some reviews and stuff and like yeah i heard a lot of that for that episode and i, I don't get it man like it's just lighthearted. it's fun oh. it's what it is like dude you know what the crazy part is after watching the first episode which was my absolute favorite for sure uh you know up comes the second one and we watched again like i was saying earlier with my son and he was just like by far like he was just like that was too cool it was so good like i loved it it's like let's watch that one again. I was like, <laughs> you know, but you know, I I get it. it. It was it still had for me. It wasn't necessarily again my favorite kind of story or whatever, but it still I enjoyed the story and it still felt like Star Wars to me in a way. Oh my god! If, to me, it felt like Gem and the Holograms in in freaking space, <laughs> dude. It was gar. It was uh, uh, absolute garbage. Just. Utter garbage. I, I could not even follow the story. Like, why was that fatso going to get executed? I have no idea. I don't even care. I never want to see it again. Never. It, it's really, really bad. And there's a part of me that's like, okay, I guess it's not for me. But no, the animation is not for me. And the fact that it's not canon is not for me. And But that episode was... I, I, I don't want to slog on, on the creators who tried to do something probably lighthearted and... But that was like utter garbage. I, I I don't know why. I guess they're like, oh, well, we don't have creative control because it doesn't really count. All right, cool. But give me ten Lego Star Wars uh, uh, shorts. I'll take that any day over that. Any day. Um. Uh, yeah. You know. I, I I would tend to agree. Like I don't. I don't. I'm, I don't think it was. Uh, it was my least yeah, favorite. It was my you don't have favorite. to be that hard. You don't have to be as harsh as I don't. I, am. I, do, I don't think it was trash, <laughs> but it it was the one that yeah I saw it. And I'm like, what is it? What a strange decision to put this one second. 
exactly and what a strange decision put the the duel first like to me again it was my favorite well, I, no i thought that like, was a great decision because that gets people all in like that one was so good you're like i'm like if you're going in with doubts yeah, you watch the duel and you're like oh man they got me i'm in this is this was super cool and then you lose half those people yeah like, yeah, it's I, a big contrast. Like it's like the other complete opposite end of the spectrum. I'm gonna like, do another... I don't know what episode I don't know what episode eight is like. I have no idea, but I would put this episode eight. Like, okay, there's one left. Well, I, I was looking at this, you know, it's one through nine. I almost looked at it like building a, a, your roster in baseball, where your first two hitters are like contact hitters, and then your three through six are the ones that get stronger and you know bat in the runs. And then you're, you're seven, eight, nine are like, okay, let's just get to the back to the top of the order. Okay. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. And so <laughs> I thought that they were kind of following that structure for a bit, um, except for Tatooine Rhapsody, which I'm like, this guy's an easy out. <laughs> this yeah, guy's yeah, a weak that, grounder that, to second base. You, you better be the pitcher. Like, please bunt and push someone over. Please. Yeah. Like, this this Tatooine Rhapsody. There's no bunting there. Yeah. I mean, this guy was the eight or nine hitter in the lineup for sure. Ugh. But yeah, I, I the the one thing I did take out of it because you know you've got this Padawan with his with his defective lightsaber running around and he just wants to help his friends and he can't because his stupid glow stick won't work. So it's the alternative to fighting thing, which I was like, oh, I, if that's the angle that they were going for, okay, you got it. But I didn't get it. Mm. If that was the angle, they missed it. But yeah, I that's and and like the music felt like it would have been popular twenty years ago. Oh, like almost 40. like late nineties, early aughts, like power pop kind of stuff. Dated. Yeah, it was like it almost it, it was like a, it had a Pokemon vibe. I'm sure that's why my son loved it. Star Waver. Ugh. Hey Jabba! He's like almost crying. Like he is crying. Pretty <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's, let's be the biggest band in the galaxy. <sighs> oh, yeah. Whatever. It is what it is. I I don't I don't want to dump on uh, dump on it too bad. But Too yeah, late. come on. There was, there was I, I enjoyed it. Like I said, I thought it was f- fun. Well, let me ask you guys this. Did you, how did you guys watch? Did you watch in Japanese with English subtitles or English audio with, well, I guess no. I went no with subtitles. the English audio. Yeah, English audio. I, well, I might revert. I might revert, you know, later on in future viewings, especially with like the duel. I did a split. So I started because I, you know, I got to watch the first few episodes on my own. So I did a... I did Japanese audio with English subtitles because I'm a grown-up and I can keep up. Uh, but then when the kids wanted to watch a few episodes, of course, they won't keep up with with the subtitles. So I switched. Um, yeah, I, I figured I, Lucy I was Liu watching. is the Lucy Liu is the villain in the first uh, one. So I was like, eh, I oh, cool! That. I didn't notice that. I watched. I watched. Uh, I watched it with my kids, so I didn't. I didn't want to put the subtitles. Like I was already worried that they wouldn't even like feel anything for it. So. Why make it harder for them, you know? But that first one was so cool. That first episode, like, look, with the grainy yeah. film effect. Oh, exactly. Man. The first one, I'll be honest, reminded me of Ninja Gaiden. Like, the, the story the story behind the gameplay. It, it was, like, all about that Nintendo, NES, Ninja Gaiden. Like... Really, eh? That that's that's yeah, I don't know. I don't know if you remember do you remember the gameplay? Not the gameplay, mm-hmm. but the actual storyboards behind uh behind the game. Like the cutscenes and all that stuff. Yeah, 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 exactly. Like uh once you beat a level, there's like little uh there's little shorts. 
and like the slow walking type of thing and that grainy look like it really reminded me of ninja gaiden and i was actually quite i'm like i i didn't necessarily uh, i wasn't head over heels over that episode um just because it takes it took me a while to get the vibe of the anime itself because i'm not i'm not an anime fan like to to begin with so if that 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 for me that it doesn't get any better than that man like that was just so goddamn cool and like, i think tribute- i think when i go back to it i think I, I i will probably enjoy it more but the fact that there was that ninja gaiden vibe to it and that was like one of my favorite that was one of my favorite nes games oh dude uh, it's complete kurosawa man like just wandering ronin yeah, like, no, even, no, even the grainy sure. film, like it was so cool. Like right off the bat, it's like it's like you're watching a, an old school movie from the fifties, you know, or forties. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, totally no, it. I felt that. I felt that, and I, I like I said, it didn't reach me because it took me a while to get into what I was watching. So I think I might go back to it and probably enjoy it a bit more, uh, and then I'll skip to episode three if I want to rewatch anything else. But I'll, like, uh, um, I, I really did enjoy the Ninth Jedi. Like that, that, I think that was the one that I always felt like I would, I would like the most, just from reading the the the, 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 the episode summary. Um, and I don't know what you guys thought about the last four episodes. Obviously, we don't need to go into like crazy detail, but like, what your thoughts were if if the episodes got better as you went along, or uh, like, what was your top episode, uh, Kyle? I, I, obviously, you watched them all. Corey, you're you're just missing the last one, I believe. Uh, no, I'm, I missed episode eight. That's the longest uh, episode, Lop and Ocho. I watched about half of it just before we came on, but uh, just fell short. And I said, look, I'm, I'm not going to rush through this. Uh, so I just kind of stopped at where, where I was. So, so your favorite episode is The Duel still? The Duel, but I mean, there's some close contenders as well. But The Duel, oh man, just that animation, like you're saying, Kyle, that grainy style. It almost reminded me of like Lord of the Rings animated movie. Like, which was filmed with real people. Like, so I want to do some research into this and see exactly how this episode was filmed. But yeah, I was, I was so hooked with the, well, it was very, it was, was, well, it's a number of things. Like the, the look of course was so unique and it was, it was jarring in a good way for me, but it's like a lot of the character design really hit like the, the, I think there was a Doug piloting a probe droid that was outfitted for, for war. Uh, the, the, the Trandoshan with those cool sword blade things. Um, and of the, course, there, what do you call it? The probe droid with the, all the blades. Well, there was a probe droid with, I, th- I think there, I want to say there was a Doug piloting it, like sitting in, in the top of it. Like, like they had carved out like a little cockpit for it. I got to watch that again, but I'm like, wait, was that a Doug piloting it? And then it went crashing by, uh, there was a, a Tuscan Raider, which looked fairly typical, but to see a Tuscan Raider in that setting off Tatooine was cool. Um, and it, yeah. whistling birds. Oh yeah, out of uh, my son freaked out because here comes that yeah, that astromech <laughs> bombing down the mountain. And the panel opens up and, and he's like, like "Oh, he's got whistling birds." <laughs> even like his setup too, man, with the straw, like ah, it was it was awesome, man. And then there was there was the uh, I guess the umbrella spoked lightsaber from that that uh, Sith lady. Well, it wasn't even like a uh, a lightsaber. It was like kind of like an attachment right she like pulled her it's the yeah. one lightsaber goes in there and then like it refracts off something that spits it out all the other ends oh and there was that that uh droid it was like a death star kind of droid and it had yeah. it just had that heavy repeating blaster yeah that, that thing was, was so cool. super cool like there's a black series figure if they if there ever was one holy cow that what about was rad. which which one of those uh was your favorite which of those characters 
No, of of the episodes. Oh, um, yeah, you asked me that. Um, I I think probably the duel. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I really like. I, well, I, and it, I like that it went so on the nose with trying to get you to think certain things about Star Wars, like mm-hmm. when they when they're having that duel, down like on standing on the log floating down the river. The yeah. music is following almost the same cadence as uh, you know, the the like battle of, of uh, battle of heroes. Duel of Fates. No, it's the duel of the fates. Uh, duel, no? uh, whatever. There was a lot. There was a lot of. That was one thing I was going to talk to you guys about was the actual music because th- there was a lot of like similarities to Ray's theme in a lot of the. Um, uh, was it Ray's theme or just some of the sequel sequel trilogy stuff? Uh, that I felt that was like. Okay, I like I like that. Uh, there, there was something about the music I actually enjoyed, except for the episode that shall not be named. And <laughs> uh, oh, I truly hate that episode, guys. Uh, but um, yeah, no, I really enjoyed the music. That was something that 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 was that was pretty cool. How did you enjoy episode five? Ah, uh, that's nice. Was that the Ninth Jedi? The Ninth Jedi. Yeah. I thought the premise was really cool, and the way they they brought all these people together, and you. You buy in that oh these are these are you know straggler jedis trying to rally around each other, except yeah, they're not. The twist. That twist was super cool. Like it's yeah, a, this was is, not this, expecting that. This episode is, I, out, is I, on the podium. I kind of was. That's what that's what I was going to wait for you to say that you were not expect. I was kind of, I was like they're they're telling us something here. Like I like I said, I haven't watched the last four, but I, I have a feeling there's like a lot of like dark side stuff, like a lot of Sith, a lot of red lightsaber action happening. Well, it was a really it was an effective misdirect with that uh, Master Juro, where yep. you're like, "Well, okay, so this guy's." I mean, when do Jedi's have face masks like that? This guy's clearly bad. And exactly, it, it, but it, then he had the Ahsoka symbol, no, or the uh, fulcrum symbol. Uh did he? It looked like it. I I don't Maybe look too did, deeply into those kind of things. Well, doesn't matter. It's it, you know, it's more or less like a design nod kind of thing. Yeah, I think, yeah. But uh, yeah, no, I, I, I'm like, okay, there's something up with that guy. Like nobody, you know, there's, there's no. I mean, I guess, um, what's his face? Plo Koon has has a face mask like that. But this guy has, you know, it's an intimidating looking mask. Yeah, like, he's got red there's, eyes. There's something with, <laughs> well, that too. There's something with this guy, and then it turns out, no, he's actually the Jedi. Everybody else is bad except for the girl, uh, the girl, and, and one other, other guy, one other boy. But I, I I really enjoyed that episode. Yeah, I, I like really cool the world episode? building around it too, with uh, you know they're trying to kind of mine kyber crystals out of the asteroids in the atmosphere. So they have these giant catapult things to go and like grab them and bring them back down to the planet. I thought that was cool. Uh, the idea the idea to me that um, you know the Jedi are gone and there there is this sabersmith working in secret trying to get some lightsabers together for the Jedi. And I loved when they had that chat that like few of them had ever even seen a lightsaber. Right. Like it was, it was such a rarity. Like they're talking about, have you, have you seen a lightsaber before? Um, And then finally they see, they, they get a whole bunch of them delivered. And, but except they're all Sith and they're all jerks (laughs) and they all, and they all go down pretty quick. And it was kind of graphic, right? Like there, there, there were you actually see like the 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 cut marks, the blood marks. Yeah, so that was pretty uh, pretty intense, and like not something that you normally see uh, in in um, in animation. Not only that, lightsabers usually cauterize the wounds, so we don't even see blood. But like, yeah. except for uh, a new hope. But like, um, some of them were definitely PG thirteen. Yeah. 
No, that's cool. I, I, like one, I one said, thing. guys, like I, I wasn't, uh, I didn't have super high expectations, uh, but there were some things that I liked about it. And I think if I if I go back and watch some of the episodes, I can appreciate them more for the art and and for for what they did. What uh, about the, the, this episode in general? Like uh, the Nine Jedi. I didn't get this impression right off the bat, but after reading some stuff on it, I was like, really? Oh, okay. Well, that's kind of cool. But for me, when I watched it, I was telling Kyle about it yesterday. First of all, the intro with the narrative, I thought was really cool with that, like zoom out of the galaxy or the planet, whatever it was. It almost reminded me of the uh, 1984 Transformers movie. And uh, yeah, just in general, like, uh, I, was, I lost it. <laughs> No, there was something important about that, though. Couldn't have been uh, that important. It was important, Kyle. Ah, whatever. It's gone. Let us know yeah. if it comes back. Um, yeah, go going back to that Twins episode, it, which was completely wild stuff, like slamming two Star Destroyers together like that. Yeah, It, it, it was it was truly insane stuff. I, I don't know if that's sort of like a dark reflection of Luke and Leia. I don't know if that's what we're supposed to think. But... Uh, there was that hold a maneuver thing at the end, and boy, yeah, that was, they didn't hold that back was all with TLJ. They didn't hold back with that with like the the. I don't even want to call it a tribute or or an homage. Like they just straight up cut a, a cut a star destroyer in half, and <laughs> I don't even I can't I don't want to call it a copy, but it was very much the same thing. Just a how a cleaved star destroyer in two, just lingering in space with no. No music underneath it, no sound effect. I'm like, oh, they liked that, didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> I got it for like the ninth the, the ninth Jedi thing. I didn't know this, but after like hearing the narration and all that, you know what I I because he's like in ancient times and this and that, you know, like okay, cool. This is like way long time ago, right? Like this is a really long time ago. Like this is like it's taking place way before any of the Star Wars that we've we've even begun to ponder yet. But after reading review, it's actually a dystopian future. You know what I found? Like, so I, I was on the Disney Plus app, and so you get the episode listing, but then there's the extras tab, and it's there's like nine featurettes, like for the episodes, and they're all like five to ten minutes long. And I was like, what? Awesome. So there's a whole like I got, we get to go have a whole other dose of this. But you know, and I totally missed out. Like I, I didn't watch a single one of them until well, I, I, I didn't know about them until like ten minutes before we recorded. So I got to go back and watch all those. Um, just back on the duel for a sec. Um, there is a book if anybody is is down with reading. Um, coming out. Is the pictures? No, it's a novel, Corey. It's a it's a hardcover. <laughs> it's a big boy book. Okay. Okay. It's coming out uh, two weeks to, from today as as this pod drops. Uh, called Ronin. By Emma Miko Kandon, I believe is is the author's name, and um, man, like I, that character is super fascinating. I can't wait to go back and find out a little more about him because if you know he's he's walking around with a red lightsaber, collecting he, red kyber crystals. Yeah, I don't, you know, if he's Sith, he sure doesn't act like one. I think he could be. Well, basically, the way he's collecting kyber crystals, I think he's going about killing Sith, which really isn't something a Jedi would be. So then, technically, he's kind of. Don't say it. I oh, I I think I 100% he's great. great oh. I saw it. Why do you think the episode was black and white? Come on. Come on. Just don't say it. Don't invoke those stupid words. He's a ronin. <laughs> Masterless Jedi. And it, in essence, that's really what it was. 
Uh, what did you guys think of the Village Bride? Which episode was that? That was the fourth one. Oh, okay. You... Yes, yes, yes. Not a huge fan of it. I I Not feel like fan. I was supposed to. Like I feel like it was a profound episode, and I was supposed to enjoy it more than I did. Like I enjoyed it. It's it's not on my top three, but I enjoyed it. But I feel like leaving it, I'm like, maybe I'm just dense. But I feel like I missed like a lot of at the beginning with like laying the groundwork of of being one with the planet and with environment and nature and blah blah blah. I'm like, okay, I see this, I get it. I know I, I see the inspiration for you know uh, the Jedi from that front. I don't know where this is going. But then those the last few minutes of the episode I thought were really cool. Like a slow build episode. Yeah, very slow. And, but, you know, hearing Matthew Wood's uh, Battle Droid, <laughs> I laughed out loud. I was, I was, that was so fun. I'm glad they pulled that. But, yeah, that was a, it was a cool build to that moment where the, where the girl, uh, you know, embraces her, her, I guess, Jedi duties and you know, sa- saves the village and all that stuff. So I thought it was a good episode. I need, I think I need to go back to that one. Yeah, there's some solid animation in that one. Oh, and you know what? Like the the voice uh, of of the guy who was carrying the bride in that little thing on his back. I'm like, I know that voice. Who's that voice? And it was just driving me crazy. So I stuck around to watch the credits, and it was it's Kaz. It's Christopher Sean. Mm. Nice. <laughs> I was like, how did I not get that? Like, he it's, follows it's, me on, on Twitter. I think he follows think everybody. Follow- yeah, I know. But yeah, no, I think that one is, um, I don't know. I, I, whatever it is, I probably just missed it. Maybe Dave can break it down for us, but it had like that classic star Wars pan down to the planet. And I, I'm like this, like they're really treating it like star Wars here. And then it's, it, you know, it ends with the starship leaving the planet, blasting off to hyperspace. And I'm like, wait, what was I supposed to get from that? I feel like there's more there. So maybe I just need another watch or two on that one. Um, Carlos, is there anything else stand out to you? Stand out? No. No, nothing else stood out to me uh, as much as, like I said, I I, I, I think I, I, sh- I, I should go back to rewatch a couple of the, the episodes. Obviously, I'm going to finish the other ones. Uh, hopefully, I don't, I don't, have the same feeling as I did with the other one, but like, um, yeah, we'll see, man. We'll see what, what, uh, but like I said, like I mentioned earlier, I think it's a good sign that they're giving us content that doesn't necessarily tie into anything, which is really cool. Uh, I, I enjoy that aspect of it. I enjoy the, it's almost fanfic, right? So, um I, I enjoy that they allowed these creators to do that and it also opens the door for them to let other creators do similar things in maybe different styles sure which would be cool as well and uh so I'm all I'm all I'm all about it man like uh in the sense that like give us more content you know like I said it doesn't all it doesn't all have to be like completely catered and 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 made exactly for me. Uh, I don't think there's one Star Wars movie or or show that that was made exactly for maybe Rogue One. But like uh, other other than other than that, 
there's there's little things here and there that I enjoy more than others, and there's things that I don't like, and that's fine. But like um, like I said, I always felt that this wasn't going to be the home run for me that let's say it would be for Corey. Uh, I, I was honest with that from the beginning, and um, my trashing of that one episode is literally uh, based on the fact that like I've seen so many crappy. 80s cartoons um in my life that i did not need to see something like that but but uh, it is what it is you know it's uh it, it reminded me of you know those those episodes of the turtles where where, where they're running through new york oh, and it's the God. same four buildings uh, and that oh really uh, oh man i hate that i hate that stuff i i can't no budget for that uh, Garfield Garfield was horrible horrible. Yeah, but that. that was funny. It was actually Garfield was actually done. I think they did it on purpose in Garfield, whereas in in Transformers or in the Turtles, it was like, okay, we need to extend this to 22 minutes. And how do we save money? Rerun the same cells again. Yeah, just rerun the cells. Where, <laughs> well, get whereas those, in get Garfield, those background plates back in there. Come on. Yeah, whereas in Garfield, it's different. It's a different thing. It's like it's done on purpose to look that way. Um, maybe I give more leeway to Garfield because he was in comics for years and years and years before there was ever a cartoon. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Anyways, there's just something for me that's like, yeah, it, I, I, I'm not. You know me, guys. Like, it's 80s was not like other than Back to the Future and Metallica. Like the 80s can go suck itself. Wow. Well, a lot yeah, of the so- cartoons like, they hold a, gen- a big, a, a big warm place in my heart. But to rewatch those cartoons now is rough. Oof, they are. It's brutal, good. dude. They're not good. Inspector Gadget, bad. Oh, oof. Yeah, hey, that was. I never. I was never a fan. Yeah, a lot of those shows they were just they were absolutely <clears throat> terrible. Anyway, uh, what, what did you think of Toby? Toby one, Kyle. You know what? That was when I got to that one. I'm like, all right, let's get through this one because I was positive that i was going to hate it and i ended up loving it absolutely yeah, too, loving man. it it was it was so familiar in like the the tones that they were going with and like, sort of the uh the tropes that they were putting in like i, I recognize this i recognize like there was there's very much like the a new hope luke thing and the dynamic with him and kenobi and uncle owen all wrapped into that i forget his master's name ah oh. Damn, I can't remember. Anyway, there was there was that dynamic all kind of rolled into one. Uh, there was that sort of let's hide, Jin, go hide kind of dynamic when the Empire showed up. You know, like th- that was cool. Um, I got a bunch of like Last Jedi on crate kind of things. Plus the the duel. There's one. If there's one movie that was sort of directly homaged in this series, it was Last Jedi, because there was that one moment in during the duel in in this Toby episode where the the bad guy kind of drags his foot in the same sort of way that Kylo Ren does in the mm-hmm. in the assault on crate which I'm like wow man that's like right on the nose it's right, and it was a super quick cut too like you barely notice it but it was it just screamed out to me and then there's like the the whole sort of uh Pinocchio Geppetto kind of vibe which you know, it's still kind of like the Luke Uncle Owen thing, but yeah, like a lot of hundred percent, a lot of familiar uh, storytelling elements going on with that, and you know, it's, definitely it's, Pinocchio for sure. 
And you know what else? Mega Man as well. And obviously, even just from the original image, when I saw the first picture of this, like back Astro in the day, Boy. like I was like Astro Boy for sure. Yeah. And I, there was a, a, a cool idea underneath. Um, like the, the uh, do do robots dream of electric sheep or something like that, where it's, it's a, cyber, a droid, a little droid boy who dreams of being a Jedi. Which is a cool premise, I think. Like, I think there's some yeah, meat dude, on that technically, bone. It, in my opinion, super, super cool uh, premise. And and in this episode, I think those dreams that he were actually having were actually visions in a way. You know what I mean? Like, I, I like the kid could use the force. Like, I think he's not just a robot. You know what I mean? And I think that was really, really, really cool and special. And well, it's a wild thought, idea that a robot can use the force. Yeah, and you know what? Talking about it here now, and I was, I was. Oh, I'm grateful you brought it up because, you know, it's just really cool that, you know, it's something we haven't even really discussed too much on the pod or let alone like in Star Wars fandom. Like I haven't really heard that brought up too much. I think they kind of touched upon it. I think in at one point with R R five D four. No, I don't know. In one of the in one of the stories, like a not non canonical story, like he kills himself because. You know. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he kind of sacrifices himself for R 2s mission. Yeah, because but doesn't he? Isn't he force sensitive or something? I don't know. It's been a while. Anyway, yeah. Anyhow, I just thought that whole premise was really, really cool, and I think it uh, it stands out in this episode that that is the case. And not only that, I think the coolest another just a really super cool concept. It almost reminded me of like beast wars or beasties depending where you're from like canada or the u.s or whatever but just kind of like you know he was working on this technology of having like cybernetic life like cybernetic plant life and they follow through with it right and it actually works and like you know the, the planet starts to gain like gain an atmosphere and it starts to rain because they created life out of like you know it's they're cybernetic plants it's so weird and then they go off to spread that amongst the stars like i think that's really really cool no that was a it, it was um that, that was my that might you know it, it's sort of like the brightest episode and like the, the the lightest on its feet i think and it was a dark horse for me like it just came out of nowhere i thought this one would be one that i almost want to fast forward through but i was i was into it for sure yeah it was a fun one man really well done you know what i'm skipping over to the elder yeah that, that, that one i think carlos you're gonna like like that's in the in the top two or three for me. Yes, that was a middle of the pack one for me. And I, I haven't watched it with the original Japanese audio. I think I have to because listening to it in English. And I'm sorry to say it, but I, I, the two voice actors and one of them being David Harbour, who I adore. It was, I just didn't, I could, yeah, not a good job. Line deliveries were all just like flat and limp. And I, I was like, eh, it didn't this this it's it's taken me out of it, but the old the old man like the the old Sithy guy, yeah, it was crazy. I loved his sort of fighting style. Like he's just like this lethal little demon. It's it was unlike I, anything that we've seen in Star Wars. He's not like Palpatine or Duke Dooku. Like he was like he was like a dart. Like yeah, just, he, had, he just goes straight for your throat, and it was so cool. He's got that like two little katana. Yeah, two little light, red lightsaber katana looking things, and he's he's always got this like s- twisted smile on his face, like he was creepy. Yeah, super creepy, and he kept saying like they they made a point of mentioning this I think like three four times in the episode, which is again maybe something translate better in the dub, 
but uh, in the non-dub, sorry. Uh, just the fact that he keeps saying it to him, he's like, if I was younger, like basically super old, right? Like, and he keeps saying like, you know, if I was younger, I would basically, I would smush you. Like, but I finally have a challenge. Like I can challenge myself. Like you seem to be pretty far- powerful. Yeah. And there's the guy, a cool, the, like even old the, versus young kind of thing, just, like tone to that story where like the, the little, the Padawan is like, I want to go fight. And uh, David Harbour character is like, I just take it easy. Okay. <laughs> Chill out. And then the old man comes along and is like, all right, let's fight. And just, yeah, anyway. Yeah, he was like yearning for it, man. And, you know, I think this is a bit of a spoiler there, but I mean, we're full on spoilers right now. But just the, the coolest thing about that episode is like, you know, we just, dis- he disposes of the, the Sith, but instantaneously, like right after, as soon as he kills the guy, it's like he just turns into a pile of like black mush. It's almost as if like, you know, you, you get the impression that this guy's not like 70, 80, 100. Like, I was, after that, I was getting the impression that this guy somehow managed to stay alive for thousands of years and just holding himself to, together with his darkness, right? Yeah, maybe. And when you see him, he just decomposes instantaneously right after. Like, that's the, the impression that I got. Because, you know, at the beginning of the episode, right? Like, they stop. He's, he's, they're in their starship and he just senses. He's like, he's like, do you sense that? He's like, there's extreme evil around here, you know? And the Padawan's like, no, no. And he's like, yeah, we got to go investigate. Like something's extremely dark. So they, they, they circle back and like, yeah, it's like he's telling him, he can't be Sith. Like, can it really be Sith? Like the Sith have been extinct for thousands of years. Yeah. I, actually, you know what? The, one of the coolest things in that episode was the design of that little goblin man's ship. That is, that is instantly one of my favorite bad guy ships. It was so cool looking. Love it. Um... You know what I, I think, you know, I think you know, in the end we are going to end up talking about every episode, but uh, the, the Lope and Ocho episode, I think, which I think is the longest one, but in that just one, and I won't say too much about it because I don't think either of you have seen it. Um, one episode, we kind of get a better insight and a better, more detailed look at life under the, the thumb of the umpire, umpire, the empire, like imperial subjugation. We get a better sense of... Of, of that than anything else we've ever gotten period and i don't know if that's a hot take i thought that was like and then oh there was this this great line <laughs> which i cackled out loud uh towards the end of the episode um the old father he says inheritance has nothing to do with blood and i laughed out loud i was watching it by myself and i went because <laughs> i i with that line all the Ray Skywalker haters, like they just spontaneously combust. Because that that line, inheritance has nothing to do with blood. It's like, uh, yeah, Ray Skywalker would agree. And <laughs> I loved it. It was such a great line. Probably my favorite line from the entire series. Even better than I have a bad feeling about this. How many times they use that what, three times? I think uh, it, it, I was pretty out of it, but I just remember the the one in the Elder. I think I think a droid used it. Yeah, it was like three, four times they used, which they probably should have been nine times. They should always use. I have a bad feeling about this. Um, and then I guess in in the final slot, Akakiri, the the final episode. That one is also sort of, I don't want to say forgettable for me, but it's just it. it I'm not. And again, I, I I don't. There's no need for me to spoil it. It just kind of ended on a bit of a downer. Tonal, yeah. Tonally, I was like, really? Like that's kind of a a sad way. 
to finish out the series. And I get the undertones. I get like Anakin Padme vibes going on there, but I'm like, eh. That was that one should have been moved up in the order a little bit. You know, and the other thing, too, there's something else about that episode too that kind of like bothered me a bit. Like, uh, like he seems like uh, maybe he has PTSD. There's something wrong with this Jedi, right? Like, but he has Subuki? to go back for his Subuki. Is it, uh, that, su- I can't I remember. But yeah, there's something wrong with him, man. Like he goes back for his wife to protect her, right? Or his wife or his lover, his love. No, I think it was his former lover. That's it. It's still. In his obviously, if he's back there, it's his love. Like in his heart, it's, you know, he loves her. So he's back there to like protect her. And I don't know, like the whole episode, you see him like having these kind of like spasms. It's, it's like he's having like a PTSD moment, which, you know, is fine, but it's like kind of maybe like explain that a bit. Like what's going on here? Why is he just like twitching out? Like, yeah. I, yeah, I did. It was like, wait, yeah, exactly, Corey. Like, why is this guy having strokes like on the spot when he's got a very important job to do? Like, That's take, take really some aspirin, buddy. That. You don't like chew an aspirin before you go on a mission. Like, come on. <clears throat> and it is sad, like you said. Like, it's like, come on, man. Don't you have your Jedi, dude? Don't you have something up your sleeve? You see... Nope. I, I, it was sort of. It, it is sort of something that Star Wars hasn't really done. I mean, it, it, Anakin does kind of go down that road. But this time there's a sort of a better turnout for the reason he did it. And I'm being very vague on purpose. I know we said full spoilers, but just in case. Cause I, ah, whatever. Anyway, go back and watch it because it is it is worth it. But it's sort of a... I just thought it was a strange way to end the, end the anthology series. A bit of a tragedy. A few of them are tragedies, no? Yeah, but you know, I, I guess what I will say is that all of them end in a way that there could be a sequel to any of these. You know, none of them, are, I don't think, are, are ended in such a definitive way that the story can't be picked up somewhere else. Which, you know, without saying that they're going to do more of this, like, they're going to do more of it. Like, James Watt so, is one of the produ- executive producers, and he's a VP at Lucasfilm. Like, he more or less was, like, winking at everybody, going, yeah, if everybody likes it, maybe we'll do more. <laughs> And I, I definitely think they'll, they will at some point in some way. And, you know, whether it's following up on one of these or all of these or doing an entirely second set with nine new episodes uh, or doing it in print. I don't know. Um, I, I think giving the, new studios a chance. Sure. I, I think it's been too successful for them. I think the positive feedback and it, boy, I think most people have gotten some pretty good mileage out of this. Um, it's wait till Kathy and friends hear this <laughs> except for you, Carlos. It's, I think it's been successful enough that they can, they can go ahead with more. I, let, I, let, let me ask you like this. Oh, I got, I got a cool question for you here. If you and Carlos too, as well, like what if, would you prefer an animated version of star Wars? What if like Marvel's doing? Nope. Or would you prefer something like this? Cause me right easy i'd prefer this because it is basically a, a version of what if when you get stories like the twins yes this uh, is a, this is a much more thoughtful and thought-provoking version of what if i wouldn't say thoughtful and thought-provoking i would just say they're 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 different but in it's the much same more original vein, i guess these are much more these are full of originality like i don't want to see just you know uh take luke han and leia and and you know 
put them in a, in a like a, a shaker, mix up the okay, elements and see what comes out. Like I don't, I'm not interested. Not really. What about this? And in, in regards to Marvel, would you prefer Marvels to continue with What If, or would you prefer possibly a Japanese studio to take over Marvel properties and put their their like their vision of that? Well, the thing with Marvel is that the heroes are the cell. In Star Wars, it's like the galaxy is the thing. And it's also heavily rooted and deeply embedded in like Japanese culture as well. well. Right. It's all those, it's all those undertones and all that, all those cultural influences that they put into Star Wars that are largely absent from, from, from a lot of the Marvel affair. It's really about Cap and Iron Man and, and whatever, all, all these guys, that's the draw. But in Star Wars, it's it it it's the galaxy, and it's 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 a, it's all the surrounding stuff that makes the, the whole universe like tick. At least you know. I guess there's other ways to say that, and for other people they have other reasons. But like, if you put somebody in a Marvel universe, and it's 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 somebody we've never heard of, like nobody cares. I don't think anyway. What do you think, Carlos? The thing, it's hard for me to say because my kids started watching the what ifs and I have not had the time. I just haven't had the time. There's so, so I can't, I can't really say, oh, I would prefer this or that. Like all I know is what we have. So um, why don't you not watch Empire, Empire Strikes Back for the gazillionth time? That's a good question, Corey. I don't know. How many comic books do you need? There's <laughs> never enough pending. Well, at one point it'd be fine. It's a fun, there's a finite answer to it. I just don't have it. Yeah. <laughs> well, there for me, there's an infinite number of times I could watch Empire. So um yeah. And I also I didn't want to think for me it was a it was a it was a way for me just to like completely disconnect from my week, my work week and all the other stuff that I've been I've been doing. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I just haven't gotten into the what if thing because there's the the there's the binge aspect, you know. Like, I think I, you'll my, enjoy it personally. I really think you'll enjoy it. My my idea was to watch all nine episodes of. I, I couldn't get like once I got to the 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 one that I wanted to watch. I was like, okay, let, let's let's stop on a on a on a good note right now. Because uh, yeah, I didn't want to have to. Uh, you don't want to force feed yourself. Like it, it's a chore after that. Yeah, yeah that's no good. That's the death of of this hobby of podcasting or, or of like Star Wars itself. If it feels like you are having to do it because, like, hello resentment. Yeah, there, there's that, and uh, there's also like, like I said, man. I, I'll be I'll be completely honest. I, I've I'm having trouble. I'm just having trouble like breathing these days. Like it's just, I feel like I'm, I'm treading water and I'm just desperately trying to keep my head above the water. Yeah. It's, 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 it's really, really tough. So, you know, um, yeah. And if, if it would have gone better, like, or if I, well, let's say it would have been like all in on this, on this cartoon, uh, on, on, on this, uh, on visions, uh, I might've like slogged through it. But I would have had to gone back because even the episodes that I did watch, like there are some things that I just that didn't register with me. Like my mind was elsewhere. So it's it's uh... 
and then you know what like from if you've only seen one to five like to me there was like three big stand three or four big standouts out of the whole series i enjoyed all of them but i totally get like you know you saw twins which wasn't really my my favorite the village bride you what you hung in there for uh the ninth jedi which was the one you really wanted to see but there's still some gold to come, man. Like honestly, I really, really do think you will enjoy this uh, this episode, Elder. I, you know, you, I know you like Qui Gon. This uh, David Harbour's character kind of reminds me of him a bit. Yeah, I think I think you'll like that one. Uh, I, look, like I said, um, I think I got through the worst ones, so I'll I'll, I'll give I'm gonna give it a shot. But I can't say when, man. I can't. Yeah, you get to it on your own time. Yeah, I, I it's it's not a priority for me. You know, I'd rather I'd rather go back and and watch season two of Resistance. Like, well, he, you know what? Here, here's a, here's at least one optimistic thing about it. You know, if you're not really in the mood, whatever. Like, they're 14 minutes the majority, except for one episode's I think 23. So, you know, like think of it like that. Like, you you need a little uh, in betweener. Like oh, I'll pop this on for fifteen minutes, or I want something to watch in between for fifteen minutes before supper or whatever it is. Yeah, I have to be in a mood, man. Yeah, I agree. For me to sit down on the on the on the couch. Oh, yeah. dude, you you want to hear something? I, I it's actually really funny. I was telling Kyle this yesterday. Uh, I'm sitting there this week, and I'm I'm trying to like I want to watch this series, right? Like I've told my girlfriend like three four times, like I got to get through this before the podcast, you know, like. And she was like, yeah, yeah well, whatever, go for it. And it was, but at this point, it's like, it's like 1045 at night. So I slap it on, you know, the volume is pretty much at the highest. We like to put it in the house at this time of night, kind of, you know. And, you know, she's not into it. And again, I'm watching it. And she, uh, she's on Instagram. But like her volume is extremely loud. And it like, I let probably like five minutes go by. Then I'm just like, stop, exit close program like and then she's like what are you doing she's like oh whatever i'm just not able to focus really then she said something and i was like well i'm like all you can hear is your phone <laughs> like oh you did it oh boy like, dude, <laughs> you did it. She, she didn't care dude why not why wouldn't i say something like she i'm not like trying to attack her or something but like i was honestly it's like I, all i could hear i couldn't hear a thing like and to me like like i told i've, I've told her i was like I straight up told her, I was like, like when I watch this, I just want to like pay attention, focus, and be able to like, you know, uh, digest it properly and give it its due dil- diligence. And you know, like if that's not the time right now, it's it's fine. I won't watch it right now. Like, but like that to listen to your Instagram, like, like no, <laughs> like I don't care if it was something else, like a cooking show, or whatever. What one thing I really appreciated about the series is that like nearly every episode treated lightsabers with like this huge, like huge reverence. Yeah, yeah, like the katana. Not just that, but like that they were precious, and they're not just thing that they're not like they don't grow on trees, and they're like For sure. It's, it's an odd, like Kill Bill. Be, yeah, kind of. Well, yeah, of course, and you know, we know where the inspiration for all that came from too, and and it's just it it reinforced that lightsabers are without doubt the coolest goddamn weapon ever created in fiction, and it's it's like it's not close. There's lightsabers, and then. Everything else is like five miles behind it. It's not close. It's just the coolest thing ever. Um, I mean, it's, it's kind of funny too, because if you really think about it, like, 
you really think laser swords would have caught on a lot earlier than like 77 <laughs> you know what i mean with all the sci-fi and weird stuff that was going on i wouldn't be surprised if at some point there were like there was a laser sword thing that george just stole the idea and made it cool yeah probably just the era of merchandising and and big cinema made it made them cool and the sound effect like it's really the sound effect is half of it yeah whoever did engineered that is a genius well i think we know him very well ben burt (laughs) (laughs) hall of famer um the sound that's one thing the sound effects did sound really good for for the shows that's one thing that i uh yeah, they, they they really picked a lot of cool uh, – well, they made good selections in, in whatever, like, clips and, and, and bites that they took. Uh, and then in a couple of the shorts, like, the protagonist, like, comes in as this unassuming, untrained, maybe not even force wielder. But by the end of it, without training at all, they're, they like – They are Jedi. They are Jedi, and they're – like, they're all over the place. And it works. Like, it was – you know, it's it's – it, and it goes back to that thing where it's it's fantasy. It's not a video game where you take start at the lower levels and power up into the into the harder levels and gain XP points. Like it's it that's not how Star Wars is built. And these animators, these storytellers, get that. So like sometimes when so a, a character on screen with no training suddenly becomes really powerful, it's not that big of a deal. It really isn't. But uh, I digress. Um, I saw the best thing on social media. It may have even have been in the group this week, but someone posted something like, like it was basically someone defending Ray because people are like, oh, Ray's a Mary Sue and this and that. And like, oh, yeah, God. so what? Like a 10-year-old boy destroys the, the, that, the trade. These are arguments that were made in 2015 and 2017 and 2019. They're still being made today. It's 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 a stupid discussion. It's stupid, but, and it's like this—you have to have the smallest little brain to get hung up on something like that. Yeah, because like it's true. It's it's all over Star Wars. Like look at Luke, guy never flew a starfighter in his entire life, never left planet, and he destroyed the Death Star like first day out. Mm-hmm. Oh, but he, he trained on a T sixteen. Yeah, okay, it's exactly the same thing. Yeah, it's a skyhopper. Anyway, let's Sorry. not let's <laughs> let's not go down there. Um, yeah, anyway, just I'm gonna you know, just to close it out. Like I, I, I think you know Lucasfilm. I don't know what how what kind of overlords they were in this process. Um, but I think you know I, they they pay attention to how we react to different versions of Jedi, and then maybe they'll use what what was put forth in this this anthology series uh, to kind of like refine how they present like Jedi and Sith and, and force users in general on, on the big screen in the future. You yeah. Know, like I definitely like the connection to nature, man. Yeah. And, and, you know, George got all that from like Japanese cinema and, and samurai stories and, and Eastern culture. And it's almost like a bit of a full circle thing and, and maybe serves as uh, like a bit of a reminder to Lucasfilm that like the basic tenets of what make the Jedi Jedi and like these timeless characters are in this anthology series. And I guess, I don't know if it's a reminder because I'm, I'm sure they haven't forgotten, but if they were sort of dithering and what do we do? Where should we take this? It's here. Like the, the, the building blocks of the Jedi are in this series. Follow this and you'll be fine. Cause like they, 
The Jedi is like the gold, like top of the totem pole in Star Wars. And not only that, like I, I had read something as well, and, and the article wasn't wrong in the sense that it was kind of like a an eat your heart out Luke Skywalker thing in the sense that it's not that Star Wars doesn't need Luke Skywalker, but we've had Luke Skywalker. And if they're afraid to move away from this timeline and storyline uh, time period or whatever, like the proof is in the pudding here in the sense, again, that I was mentioning earlier, you know, we have these 14 minute episodes and people are really invested in these characters already, like Ronan, 14 minute episode. People are like, dude, give me a book. Give me more about this guy. I want to know more about this insane wanderer, dude. Well, that's, I mean, that's the special thing about Luke and like the OT as a whole is that it was just such a cultural phenomenon not just a thing that a bunch of nerds latched onto it was a thing that everybody latched onto and so it's 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 difficult like moving out of the skywalker family shadow is going to be tough but it's little things like this that give you the sort of a glimpse that hey maybe there is versions of characters and, and other things that they can do that might might interest you it's, i don't think we're ever going to get back to a point where everybody's into star wars for to the same level when it's not luke or somebody that we already are very comfortable with but you got to try you can't we can't keep going back to that well so my hats off to the creators of this series because i think they did a a better job than i thought they would do which is god not that i'm any authority on any of that stuff but i i enjoyed i had pretty high expectations man so they were met uh, 100 met like even ah, just the spectacle, it was really, I'm like you said, like, I'm really glad Lucasfilm greenlit this project and gave it a chance. And like, we, we were all kind of on the same accord and saying that like, it was a little more lighthearted in the sense that it got to explore so many things. Cause it's not like beholden to this whole set of rules and whatnot. You know what I mean? Like, again, like with the lightsabers, like the lightsaber changing color instantaneously and being black from the onset that's not canon. Like people are like, but like, you know, we're playing in a different playground, bro. Like chill. Like, and I'm all for it. Mm -hmm. So finally, Corey, in the end, what were your top three? Uh, yeah, definitely Ronin. The duel. (sighs) Yeah. The duel. Sorry. Um, the ninth Jedi was up there. Elder was up there. Toby one. I really liked commit. Oh, Christ. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and say my Jedi and Elder. I mean, it's all like I'd like to be a little more outside the box. It kind of I think it says something a little about me in the sense that it's all uh, battles. You know, we got the Night Jedi. It's all you know. There's a battle at the end. Uh, all of them have fighting, I guess. But I don't know. These those three really again. They're all jedi based and whatever but well i mean you're not alone because when you go into like the comment section it's you know star wars has been like the 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 official social media accounts they've been pushing this series hard as you might imagine and in the comments you get a whole mixed bag but people are like ah like dual ninth jedi and and you know elder or uh one of the other ones that you know typically would cater to people who like lightsaber battles and and throw the rest in the trash okay that's kind of dismissive but I get it. I, I, these are the ones that people are definitely going to gravitate to. So our yeah. our, our top threes are kind of the same. Like I, the dual, ninth Jedi and uh, Tob one. Okay, yeah, that, that's, that's it. I'm, that, I'm glad you said that at least. That one, yeah, I saw it and I was like, wow, that was delightful. 
So yeah, so in the end, I was, you know, my expectations were kind of in the middle and they were surpassed. So I'm, I, I'm super happy this thing exists. Cool. All right, guys. How'd your kids feel about it? Uh, well, they only saw like four of them and then it was time for bed. We haven't got back to it for, they haven't got back to it for their round two yet. But were they enthralled? Were they like, meh? Yeah, they were cool with it. They, they can't wait to see, they do they saw that Toby was up next from what they were going to see. And they're like, oh, I, I already love Toby. <laughs> yeah, well, I think you are going to love Toby. Cool. All right. Let's uh, let's get out of here for this week, guys. Let's uh, wrap let's it up. It. Let's wrap it up. Um, wrap it up, Bucks. How do we do that? Uh, oh, yeah. All right. So if you want if you want to catch up with any of us, of course, you can find us in the Tumbling Saber Facebook group. Maybe. Corey's never there. You can tag him. He might show up. Uh, but... <laughs> I'm there. I like a good challenge. I'm I'm there for sure, and a lot of our pals are there, and Carlos is there, and uh, so we invite you to come join us in the Tumbling Saber Facebook group. And if you want to become a bigger part of the podcast, your emails can be sent to tumblingsaber at gmail.com, and we'll get it into an upcoming episode. Uh, but until then, guys, Carlos, social media, where are you at? You can find me on C Candido Music on Twitter and Instagram, uh, Carlos Candido Music on Facebook, CarlosCandido.com. Uh, check out my Indiegogo. Um, we're uh, coming up to our third full week here, and uh, we're about 28% of the way uh, funded. Um, if you allow me one sec here, I just want to. Um, Give a shout out to to everybody who um, who jumped on so far, and that includes you, Kyle. So big thanks to Kyle for for jumping on, uh, Matthew Keegan, who's a who's a a gentleman and a scholar, uh, Robert Cast, uh, Tim from the Nerd Room, Rob Williams, Rob Wade, Nathan Roberts, uh, Rick Villanueva, and Marie. Marie jumped in also, and. And grab the, the digital uh, the digital copy of the of the album that's going to be released uh, before uh, before March. So uh, yeah, uh, for everybody else who wants to get in on this, uh, go ahead. Uh, you could check out. Um, I don't know if my stories are still active, but uh, I'm going to be posting uh, the renders for the t-shirts and the caps um, on my socials, so you guys could take a look at that and. Uh, uh, imagine yourself wearing that baseball tee, which is pretty slick. Um, nice. I'm pretty happy with the, with the work that uh, my graphic artist put into that. So um, yeah, big up, go check that stuff out. I really, really appreciate it. And uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll see what's uh, what else is going to be dropping. Cause I am, I, I didn't blow it all out guys. I got some more surprises and stuff coming too. So uh, yeah, check that out. Follow me. It's like a Haslabs uh, campaign. <laughs> pretty much man yeah there's some fun stuff happening well congrats man congrats to this point and um, I'm, I'm glad to see that the uh, star wars commonwealth community is sort of doing it doing its best but we can do more come on guys get over there get on that indiegogo let's see where let's see how high we can push this thing yeah please thanks uh cory where are you at you know you can reach me at the c-h-o-p-r-u-l-z on twitter what are the what are the odds you answer? Uh, oh, pretty good if you hit me in my DMs, even in my notifications. You know, I'll check my notifications like once a day. It's just, yeah, I don't know. You know, <laughs> uh, you know, I'm. Getting, you just don't I, have time, man. I, Honestly, by the time the kids are in bed, it's it's eight. Then I gotta do stuff too, like cleaning. It's nine. Sit down. 
start drinking. <laughs> like, I don't want to be on my phone all the time. Like, yes, we both, but it, like, I do go on my phone. Don't get me wrong. Like, but I, I, I peruse news. I get up to date a bit. See if anyone's written me. No one does. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's about it. Yeah, no, I, I, you know, I, I kind of bust your chops a lot for uh, not being on social. But yeah, I've, the the Twitter thing, I have I have backed away from in a big, big way. In a, or I guess in the last, I mean, I guess it's been a gradual decline on of yeah. my Twitter presence. It's just, it's not, it's not as fun as it used to be. I don't know. It's just me. It's definitely just me. But uh, yeah, I'm just, I do answer and I do check it frequently. But it's just, I, I'm much less active. But if people want to reach out to me, I am certainly there, and I will. I would love to talk. I would love to reinvest in the platform. I used to really love Twitter, and now I really don't. But uh, if you want to talk to me, I'm at Tumbling Saber there, and otherwise uh, on on Instagram at Tumbling Saber as well, and of course the aforementioned Tumbling Saber group. Come check it out. Uh, but that's going to do it for this week, everybody. Let us know your thoughts on Visions. Would love to hear what you thought and uh, what you think of what we said. Uh, But thank you again for spending your time with us. And until next episode, everybody, stay safe and may the force be with you. Sitting here for hours, looking at that child. Pages getting wider like a mirror to myself. Struggle for the answers, questions frighten me. Circles getting wider, it's harder just to see.